0: Welcome to Spooktober
1: Part 3. This week we're talking about some more creepy shit. Uh, I'm one of your hosts,
0: Allie. I'm your other one of your hosts, Cameron.
1: And we're joined by a return guest today. Back to talk about more creepy shit is... Katie, welcome back. (laughs) Thanks. Did I already mention it? We're talking about Robert the doll. And just by me saying that, apparently, get ready to get haunted because you're not even supposed to say his name and we're all about to be very haunted.
0: Be happy because we did all the work for you so that you don't have to get haunted by the doll (laughs) and we can get haunted by him instead, where he causes everything from apparently cancers to thunderstorms to snowstorms to... Evictions to plane delays what? to car crashes. Really? He's a jack of all trades. Okay. So,
1: yeah, so this all kind of started in the early 1900s. This kid named Robert Eugene Otto got this creepy little doll, and Robert the doll is considered the most haunted doll in the world. And he lives in Key West, Florida right now. He makes his home in a nice museum.
0: He's actually always lived in Key West, Florida, technically.
2: I heard like a couple different stories of how the doll became possessed. One story was like a slave did a voodoo chant or something and put his spirit in the doll. In one story, I heard that the slave was carrying the dad's, so Eugene's dad's bastard child, and he made her abort it. And so the spirit of that daughter is in the doll yeah there's been sightings of like a five-year-old little girl around the doll too
1: yeah there's the the origin story of this thing is really vague yeah there's a lot of different things that overlap that don't make a lot of sense but either way there's something up with this thing and it's probably evil
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so robert the doll kind of going into it is he's He's a little like different than other dolls. He's kind of unique in the way he's built. It's not like the uh, the Annabelle case where Annabelle is just a raggedy Ann doll, and you can see them everywhere. Uh, yeah,
1: I had a raggedy Ann doll.
0: Most people do, I think, <laughs> right? My my parents used to have one that sat at the end of our hallway on a chest. Oh, it was it was yeah, <laughs> the hallway so that scary. led to my room, and the lights were usually off, so that was. That was cool, but uh Robert is kind of his own thing he uh He was handmade, created sometime in the late 1800s or early 1900s uh, and they're not exactly sure when he stands about forty inches slash three feet tall. He's stuffed with what is called wood wool, which is basically uh it's basically just like straw, kind of that he's stuffed with and at one point his face would have been painted uh to look like a clown so those are his main features and then he is dressed as he has been for pretty much his entire life in a sailor suit he did not come in the sailor suit though the sailor suit was his owners
1: so yeah the boys
0: yeah it was robert eugene who was The doll is named after. But most likely it was made by a German company called the Steiff Company. They can't prove that necessarily because that company used to put uh, their insignia on the right ear of the doll. And that is the one big piece of Robert that is missing.
1: He ripped him off. Ripped it off himself. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) you can't claim him. You can't own him. Uh, Yeah. So he's missing that. He is basically made out of felt, he has button eyes. And his face kind of, most people describe it as like resembling like he's been burned, kind of like a burned victim's face. Because at this point, it's kind of degrading and falling apart. And it's very, it's, it's very like smooth now with not a lot of defining features. Mostly the just the button, button eyes. eyes. And you can kind of see where his mouth used to be. And he weighs about six-ish pounds. So, yeah, that is Robert the doll, though. We'll put up a picture of him.
1: Yeah, so we can haunt you all more.
0: Maybe we shouldn't put up a picture of him.
1: No, we're going to. <laughs> a lot of people say that his hair is human hair, but it's not. It's actually technically yarn. But nevertheless, it supposedly is getting grayer as the years go on. Oh, he also has that creepy little lion doll that he holds with him in the box. Like, Robert the doll has his own toy, and it's it's like super degraded. People yeah. think it's a dog, but I, I heard it's actually a lion. So, But that wasn't made until the 60s which means he didn't come with the creepy little lion he acquired it somewhere
0: somewhere later in gene's life because gene only lived until 1974 i think and that means he acquired it within 10 years of gene's death sometime around there it looks like a chihuahua (laughs) if you've ever seen the picture does not look like a lion at all no it really doesn't.
1: Um, so, yeah, the, the story starts when he was about four years old. They assume he got the doll in 1904. Like Katie said at the beginning, they, the family had servants. Some of them say slaves, but slaves weren't really a thing anymore. But who's to say people didn't still have slaves, you know? Right. Um, a lot of stories just say maid, which is kind of, you know, a viable general term. Yeah. Um, but one of the stories for how Jean got the doll is from one of the maids, and so then people speculate that the maid, for any number of reasons, probably cursed the doll with voodoo magic or something, because she, I think, was supposed to be from the Bahamas. So, um, I guess that's a big thing. (laughs) And then, like, there's another story that says, like, his grandfather gave him the doll, Cause his grandfather went on a boat trip somewhere and he brought back the doll for Robert or for Jean. Robert's the doll. Jean is the kid. And then we saw something else in like the lore. Is it considered a documentary or just a show?
0: Yeah. It's, the, it's show? a show based off of the podcast. If you've ever heard of it, uh, as it turns out, it's not very accurate.
1: <laughs> yeah, they said he got the doll from, like, an aunt who was vacationing overseas, and, like, that's the only place I saw that.
0: We watched 10 minutes of it, and the amount of inaccuracies that there were in less than 10 minutes is absurd. The, the doll comes and it has white hair already, which is not how it started. It comes in the sailor suit, which it didn't have. It already has the hat on, which it didn't get until even after the sailor, the sailor suit. It gets delivered by an aunt in a package, which is not how he received it. He was given it by whoever actually gave it to him, like handed it. And then they show the boy as being basically like a 10-year-old when he gets it. But he was born in 1900 and he got the doll in 1904. So if anyone out there has kids, I'm assuming you know the difference between a 4-year-old and a (laughs) 10-year-old. It's pretty big. There's usually a lot of differences between the two.
2: Well, Gene would take Robert with him everywhere. He would, like, Robert has his own place at the table where Jean would feed him food. And they would go up to sleep in Jean's uh, yes, Jean's room overnight. And in, during the night, the parents would hear Jean screaming. So they'd run in there and all of his furniture would be thrown about the room. But Robert the doll would be, like, on the floor looking from the, the mess of furniture to Jean. So it's like his head was turning back and forth. And the parents would hear Jean talking to Robert and then another child's voice answering back. But apparently, the voice answering back was too low for Jean to make, so they couldn't explain the second voice in the conversations.
1: Yeah, which is not creepy at all. Right. Um, Just hearing a deep voice coming from your child's room.
0: Yeah, this is like a consistent thing. (laughs) We talked about it with Jeff the Mongoose, uh, how it's similar with that and with other cases with children involving either possession or like creatures around them. It's always a weird voice that seems to come from their direction, but it sounds like no human is making that voice. Yeah. It's really strange. Humans are demons when they're a child. What? (laughs) (laughs) You grow out of the demon stage.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. um, Apparently other times the parents found uh, Robert on top of Gene, like holding him down or suffocating him or, you know, whatever. The parents found Gene's toys like torn apart and destroyed or just like generally mutilated. And Gene would just say, Robert did it. It wasn't me.
0: Though. if he says Robert did it and he did actually do it, he's not lying. He's just speaking in third person. <laughs> his name was also Robert. But yeah, just for the sake of this podcast, just so we clear this, just so we make sure it's clear, Gene is the kid. The real kid. Because that's mostly what people called him. Robert took his first name, basically, which is the doll. And that's how we'll refer to them. Otherwise, we'll get confused.
1: And then there's there's the other the other bits where apparently the family and even like neighbors or people walking by the house said they were able to see Robert moving like between rooms or just like standing in the window staring at people Uh, which if you could see it moving I'd be a little more scared because there's it's like one thing where you can watch a doll walk and another thing where it's like oh he disappeared from this room to that room and I didn't see anything happen like did they really see him walking around and they were like oh no big deal (laughs) i'm just gonna keep going right and so i guess the the solution to this was to lock him in the attic the doll in the attic right and so then anybody that was in the house could hear footsteps and laughter and um i guess he did a creepy little giggle a lot um and that was all coming from the attic so that's a whole lot of nope
0: this is this is one of those cases it's similar to annabelle uh I don't know how how much anyone out there actually knows about the real Annabelle case, which is nothing like the movies, but the movies are fun. But the real Annabelle case, it is true that they, it's, it's kind of like the mask is what it reminds me of. Like he throws it off the bridge and it comes right back. And that's what Annabelle did. They would throw her in the trash. She'd come right back. They'd leave her somewhere trying to get rid of her. She'd come right back. She'd appear in their apartment. And that's what I was surprised to not read about with Robert is nobody ever actually tried to get rid of him. People were like haunted doll put them in the attic, let the kids play with them. And I read that most likely the kids room is the room. There's a certain staircase in this family home that Robert lives in pretty much his entire life until, uh, 97, I think when he's moved to the museum that he's in now, but this home had a staircase that led up to the attic. However, that attic was fed by a specific room and they think that room was actually the children's room. So the parents were like, haunted doll above the kid's room. Only access to that attic. <laughs> yeah. So it's one way to get rid of it. Makes your kids tougher, I guess. <laughs> haunted doll right above them. Builds Mom character.
2: Break. Babysitter was out of town. <laughs> <laughs> the dolls couldn't do.
0: Is there a better babysitter than a haunted doll? No one's going to mess with that. Come on. Right. They always say criminals are superstitious. They're not going to go... Mess with that. Okay. Anyway, what you were saying.
1: Anyway, yeah, I think I think that was most of what happened while gene was a child. Even after gene grew up, actually, the doll was still in his life. From what I gathered from the story, I think gene kind of like moved out. You know, kind of had his own life. He went to art school, got really fucking good at painting,
0: and music. Apparently, oh,
1: he met he met a girl. Uh, they got married, and then after his parents died. He inherited this house, and Robert was still there in the attic. Apparently, the doll like scared his wife a lot. She hated the thing; she didn't want it around. Gene did the same thing, basically. He was doing it as a child. It sounds like, but as an adult, where he was basically like, "Oh yeah, I beat my wife," but it was Robert.
0: Just just because I don't want to skip through this too quickly, I want to I want to pull in a few things real quick because the so the doll. One of the biggest things with the doll is that. Once he left, there is a huge lack of story about the doll. The sister that he had, uh, mitzvah, she refused to talk about it. She, until her death, kept any secrets that she had about the doll to herself. She never said anything about it at all, which is really odd for someone who grew up in the house and experienced this. And from what it sounds like, she never really left the house. She kind of did, kind of didn't. But there's there's a lack of... A lot of stories, the only stories we really get are those footsteps from upstairs and the evil laughter. That's a consistent thing. Once they put him up there, that's one thing that remains consistent the entire time. However, in 1945-ish, uh Gene, the reason why he moves back home is because his mother passes away. So he and Anne, his wife, or Annette, but she went by Anne. They move back in, and that's when the doll's like haunting kind of goes like full-on fury like he starts to become crazier people start to see him more you start to hear a lot more about it doors slamming all kinds of stuff but he was still in the attic at the time so yeah yeah
1: um supposedly gene brought him down from the attic and kind of like gave him his own room and he started like building furniture for him and he said that i think i read something that said that uh robert demanded a room with a view so he would sit him in front like a window in a chair and some of the stories of people seeing him through the window kind of
2: sparked back up again as his wife how could you not be like honey maybe we should take you to the doctor get you checked out i mean something's not clicking here
0: right well and that's the funny thing is like i read about her and she seemed to almost not even know about the doll until they moved into the house which is like, surprise, my haunted best friend still lives upstairs. I'm making him a table. <laughs> That's, it's a weird way to be introduced to a haunted doll. But she seemed really weird about it. I couldn't tell from reading her story whether she believed it or whether she thought he was crazy. It was a really weird thing. He was, I guess we'll go into this a little bit more. He w- he was very like abusive both mentally and physically towards her though. So I'm wondering if she just kind of backed off for that reason. Like one of the weird things that I read is he very much loved the spotlight. Gene did. He was huge about the spotlight. And this is before they moved back and Robert became a thing in both of their lives and Anne and Jean's again. And He would have her wait outside when they showed up at parties for like five minutes while he went in first to get all of the attention. And then she could come in because people really liked her, I guess. So he was one of those types of people, which just makes me think that she kind of ignored it as best as possible. But Robert did it. But Robert did it. Everything that he, that's also another thing, all of the physically abusive episodes, uh, he always would say afterwards, just like when he was a child, Robert did it. So their relationship was tumultuous to say the best. Like it wasn't any better than that.
1: Yeah. So basically as his life went on, he got closer and closer again with the doll. Like he'd carry carry him around. He painted with the doll next to him. He was actually a really great artist. He painted, there's like this portrait that he did of his wife and it looks exactly like her. She's like standing next to it and like it's perfect. Um, but I mean, you can't be crazy without being an artist right? And apparently having a haunted doll's best friend.
0: Wait, did you say you can't be crazy without being an artist? Don't you mean you can't be an artist without being crazy? Either way, I know I just imagine like every time <laughs> someone becomes crazy, they also become an artist.
1: I can suddenly, suddenly paint paints
0: amazingly. <laughs>
1: And this haunted doll appeared in my attic.
0: Where did all these landscape portraits come from? (laughs) John went insane.
1: Anyway. And then Gene died. Just cap that off
2: then. And then he died. Do we know how he died? Was it just...
0: He stopped living. That's... (laughs) That's the extent of my knowledge. I
2: don't know.
1: Some people say he died of insanity because yeah. he really was like losing it at the end of his life, I guess. But there really isn't like I didn't find anything that was like Gene died of a heart attack for sure or anything. It was just kind of like he died in 1974, and Anne did again, again, and Anne did die later, soon after. Better blame Robert. For that. Yeah, he oh, probably killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't like that view, Gene. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're not supposed to make fun of him. You're over here making fun of him, all right? We're not supposed to be making fun of him. He can hear you with his one ear, okay? Hears very well.
1: So even after Gene died, uh, the Robert story still continued.
0: Uh, so, like I said, the, t- the relationship between Gene and Robert and Anne. Was tumultuous. They, it was a love triangle that nobody asked for. And At the same time, it was very physically abusive because Gene was kind of an awful human being. But or Robert did it, whatever. But uh, Anne afterwards, she was very very depressed. She fell into a hard depression because she found out after he died that she had been written out of Robert or out of Gene's will. Right. So. Surprisingly, everything in the will was not left to Robert, which I actually found weird. I was expecting everything or something to be left to Robert, the doll, but actually everything was left to Mitzvah, who was the only sibling that Gene was close with. He had multiple siblings, but in anything I read about them, they never appeared. So he really was not close to them hmm. at all. He had multiple older brothers. He was actually the youngest of all the children.
1: I don't think I read anything about
0: they barely other they rarely pop up uh but anyway so Anne, the only thing Anne was able to keep was the house which i assume was just because she was still living in it she didn't get his painting she didn't get literally anything other than the house but what she ended up doing is she ended up renting out the house and she moved somewhere else for anybody who wanted to rent the house who didn't know it was haunted it was this was not well known at the time people in key west which is where this takes place they kind of knew about Robert the doll and people that knew the family knew that there was some weirdness in the house and they had heard footsteps and things like that. And again, those footsteps continued after Anne and Jean moved into his parents' house. So that still was something people were experiencing. But when she moved out and she was renting it, she put in this clause and it's quoted as Robert must remain the sole occupant of the attic worm. She wrote that herself.
1: So she believed it.
0: To a degree, Enough but she was also stitious. she was very depressed at this point, and very anxious. This is kind of a weird one though, because the reason, part of the reason why I put this in here, is we can go ahead and talk about how she died. She died, I think, four years after Jean did, and she died. At, it wasn't until after she moved out that she found out she had pancreatic cancer and some other problem. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, she had like suddenly developed these two problems, and then. She subsequently died. Some people link it to the Robert thing because she left him. Other people just kind of say that she had a lot of problems because of her life in general. And she, you know, her life wasn't great in general. But that was her biggest rule. That remained a rule in the house until finally someone eventually bought it. But for the renters at the time, that was the thing. He has to remain in the attic. And really, you weren't supposed to go in. But people still did. So there's cases of... Of that.
1: Okay. Well, I found one about this plumber who apparently went into the house and he said he heard giggling and he like turned around and found the doll had like moved across the room on his own. And he's quoted as saying, I'll just read it. It was like a metal bar running down my back. At first, when we walked through the door, the look on his face was like a little boy being punished. It was as if he was asking himself, who are these people in my room? and What are they going to do to me? He's talking about Robert. So, the plumber's friends told him about Robert's backstory and pointed out all the furniture in there, and um, it was at that point that he noticed that the, the doll seemed to be, like his expression was changing, like he was following the conversation, I guess, and he, they like made fun of Gene and Robert's expression changed to even more malevolent. So, then the guy is quoted again as saying, there was some kind of intelligence there, the doll was listening to us. So that's another thing. I don't know if we've mentioned the doll, like, changes his expressions.
2: So the whole time, all these men are standing around chatting about the doll, watching its face change, and they're just like, hey, look at that. (laughs) There he goes. with a wink from Robert.
1: I
0: I I feel like...
2: What's happening? (laughs) I know, right?
1: Like, maybe we should bring in somebody to...
0: I feel like you're making that out. like so calm, just like you're having a normal conversation while watching a doll smile go up and down, yeah. and
2: like they're not make they need to make a big deal about it, but they're just like, hey, check out Robert.
0: Shit. He's
2: making faces at us.
0: Yeah.
2: I know I
1: told that story; was kind of funny. There really wasn't an end to that one, where it was like, oh, and then suddenly
2: they all got in a car crash or something. <laughs> right?
0: Suddenly oh. they all fell out the window and they weren't even standing by it. It was weird. <laughs>
2: The toilet exploded on the plumber and they all
1: died. The end. <laughs> so I guess there's other stories where people have gotten locked in the attic by the doll. Yeah. Lots of people that they got gotten sick somehow well, that Robert did it to so, them.
0: No, that's the same guy. Oh. So, yeah. So oh, I see him. Yeah. I thought it said yep. lamb. No, so this is a fun one that I read. Uh, later on, we're going to talk about a lady named Myrtle Reuter uh, also rented out the home once she came into possession of it in 1994, or 1974 is when she came into possession of it. She bought it from a neighbor to the autos. But she said she was renting out the space to a lawyer. And at some point, the lawyer wrote this long thing about how when he was living there, he got locked in the attic for a week. For a week? For a week. He was locked in the attic for a in, for an entire week with the doll. Or either that, like, I couldn't tell. Was it with the doll? Or was it the doll locked up in the attic and then ran around causing mayhem for a week? Which I don't know which one's worse. I don't know if it's worse staring at a doll for an entire week knowing you're locked in there because of it. Or listening as it rampages through a giant at <laughs> home. I'm really not sure there which one I'd rather not do more.
2: Were there like no windows he could knock out and be like, hey, someone locked in this attic.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on, a window, that'd be ridiculous. Gotta climb <laughs> through it. Based on the house that I've seen, I would assume there was a window. I would assume there was another way out. Also, if I got locked in an attic by a doll, if, if it was what I thought was a haunted doll, I would literally be tearing through my fingernails Pulling up the boards of the attic. Really? This is. I wouldn't just sit there calmly finding a corner to go to the bathroom in for the next week. That's not <laughs> see, what I would do. I'm starting to
1: wonder: Is does Robert have the ability to make you calm? Since the last two <laughs> stories were like, oh yeah, we we're just having a conversation. He locked me it's in just a, like a, i
0: trick you like anyway the lawyer also got yellow fever so he claims <laughs> From Robert. <laughs> he claims robert gave him yellow fever oh. so
1: i feel like we're not like, making this very spooky <laughs> we're laughing too much at this
0: listen i'm not trying to laugh about it okay but like
2: in order to get yellow fever doesn't like mucus have to be exchanged or something
0: Gems. It it apparently according to the cdc it comes through mosquito bites mostly so
1: <laughs> so robert the doll unleashed a swarm of mosquitoes
0: <laughs> i just see like one of those bad movie effects like robert's sitting there and then just mosquitoes start pouring out from around him it sounds like Katie so said why do you style? know that I, I looked it up. Oh, okay. So just so we could be clear <laughs> just off the top on of your what head, causes just know how
1: yellow fever. Happens. Oh
0: yeah, totally. I just I am a connoisseur of yellow fever facts. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite stories that I read though, is there's there's a lot of different stories that people have of Robert, but a lawyer being locked in an attic and getting yellow fever over the course of a week <laughs> is things are
1: not connected. Is
0: one of the best. And he was angry. That's what Myrtle said. He was very mad that this had happened. He wrote a very long thing about it and released it to the public. So, And this, nobody
1: thought, like, hey, where's that guy? What is he doing? Like, <laughs> We should see if he's stuck somewhere he's after just a week. He's
0: doing a lot of work. He's did just Robert just let him hard? back out and
1: be like, LOL, you're free. Have I just, fun with your There's a fever. lot of
0: questions I have, though. Like, what did he do to go to the bathroom in the attic? <laughs> and... Did no one hear him screaming? That house is right on the side of the road. Right. <laughs> Were you not screaming at some point? Did you just lay on the couch? We can, I, we
1: can write Robert a letter. And ask. he
0: didn't say Robert did anything, which makes me think Robert wasn't in the attic anymore. It makes me think he was like, it's not real. So he went up there to look at the doll, and then the latch, or it, w- it would have been a hatch, because I saw the stairs. So it was a hatch leading to the stairs. So then the hatch just falls down and locks, and then... I guess robert just runs around the house or just sits there giggling for a week which is horrifying
2: <laughs> and the guy's like well i guess i'll just take a nap
0: a week long a a wolf, week week eventually long oh, yeah, man.
2: so katie you want to tell us about the next family apparently a family that was renting the place had a 10 year old girl and robert she found robert up in the attic and as soon as she found him she started having nightmares and accidents would start happening around the house. One night, the parents came into the room and found the doll sitting on her face, attempting to smother her. That's fun. And after that, Robert was put in a trunk in the attic again. So it's like, you're in time out, Robert. Hang out up here. Yeah,
1: and then so, supposedly
2: more bad stuff happened. Yeah. Right after he got locked away, the dad died just outside of the home of carbon dioxide poisoning from his car.
0: yeah. It was so.
1: Wait, was it carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide?
0: It said carbon dioxide. Can you. I originally typed in carbon monoxide because I thought it was carbon monoxide poisoning, but this. It said specifically carbon dioxide poisoning.
1: Wait. here's,
0: Here's the thing about this story, though. So this is one of the most famous stories that I've read with Robert the Doll. I hear about it all the time because the biggest point that people have with it is see, the doll is obviously haunted because. When the next family moved in, this happened. It doesn't line up necessarily with
1: we breathe out carbon dioxide, so it's already in our lungs. Listen, this is what carbon monoxide is what comes from the pipes on cars. He closed a
0: hatch to the attic and gave a lawyer yellow fever. I don't (laughs) think he has any limits on what he can do. He'll kill you with oxygen. He doesn't care. That's that's what we're talking about with Robert the doll, okay? He's scary. He's terrifying. Respect Okay, him. so now he's Say a wizard. respects. <laughs> he's a wizard. So the, th- the weird thing about this story, though, is I actually can't find anything real to back it up.
1: There's something so, real about the science.
0: Well, okay. There's nothing... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't die from carbon dioxide.
2: I'm literally spewing it out of my mouth as I'm talking.
0: Okay, you know what?
2: You can if you wear a mask for too long. Come on now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry.
0: Concentrations of more than 10% carbon dioxide may cause convulsions, coma, and death. CO2 levels of more than 30% act rapidly, leading to the loss of consciousness in seconds. Please ask your doctor before you take 30% carbon dioxide. (laughs) Okay. So don't take allergies. So now that we've decided that Robert the Doll was correct in his science and you can kill someone with carbon dioxide. Whatever. Let's question the legitimacy of the story anyway, because the problem with the ten-year-old girl thing is A, I couldn't find her name. B I couldn't find her parents' name. C they never bought the house. Well, she said rented. What I read is bought. They
1: were renters.
0: Okay, so maybe that's what it was then. Maybe they rented.
1: But there was another lady who bought it.
0: I read that it was the family that moved in after Anne died, not someone who rented. So it was someone who bought it before Myrtle because Myrtle bought it from the Otto's neighbor who owned it before her. And he bought it from no one. He got it from Jean and Anne. So... Technically, so their they, neighbor owned well, it, it. Could have
1: been the renter in the middle.
0: There was no renter in the middle. That's what Maybe you're, there was. No, that's, Just, what, that's they died,
1: so they erased them from the record.
0: It said that they bought it. It said that they owned the house. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, don't throw Robert in a trunk because then he kills you with carbon dioxide in your car. I don't know how this one worked either. I don't. He likes locking people in places, which is I, I don't know. I which guess is what I. I a preferred way for him to kill people, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, so after this story, I think, there was a woman named Myrtle Reuter who bought oh. the, the house in 1974. Yes, Cam.
0: I wanted to bring up real quick, uh, the 10-year-old girl. We'll just call her Girl Isle because that's a good name. <laughs> Why? So Girl Isle, she has pretty much like a similar story to Robert. There is a more extended version that I did find in one place. It didn't seem trustworthy, but we'll talk about it. Uh, that said that actually consistently they were basically walking into her room. And this was very much like an Annabelle thing where she would be, where the doll would just be sitting straight up, like at the edge of her bed, Robert would with just, just there. And they wouldn't know how he got there or why he's there. And then that kind of led up to him literally trying to smother her, which he did do to Jean in the past. He would sit on top of Jean or like try and hold Jean down. So
1: I, I also read another part where apparently she was saying that uh, she was scared because the doll was telling her that he was going to kill her, or hurt her, yeah, something. So then she didn't want it anymore.
0: That's, that's another thing.
1: I don't know if that caused them to move out she, or what that is.
0: She has statements from after the family moved out but not a single one mentions Gerlisle's name.
1: Stop saying Gerlisle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, one, no one mentions her name, though. Like, if I was writing something about a person, you'd think you'd mention the person's name at some point. Nope. Right? Am I crazy? Katie,
2: okay, did you, did you ever find the name? names of mine or they protecting her identity? I guess so. Yeah, I can. Do okay. you ever think about things?
1: So there was a woman named Myrtle who bought this house in 1974, I guess, like Cam said, from the neighbor.
0: And her husband, so.
1: Yeah, but they don't really bring him up very much.
0: Yeah, so screw you, Mr. Reuter.
1: Fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) Um, Yes. Anyway, Myrtle became Robert's, like, basically his caretaker for the next 20 years, and it's said that she moved over to a different house um but then eventually in 1994 she donated robert to the fort east martello museum claiming that he moved around her house on his own and was haunted and then she died a few months later but he was still doing things and he is still today he's in a creepy little museum
0: the same museum Mm -hmm. he's in fort east martello museum which is where she moved him and uh i want to say the one thing that's weird about myrtle is she has two different stories She's quoted in multiple cases as telling multiple different stories where one, she says she doesn't think the doll was haunted nor did it have any voodoo associated with it because she didn't see it as doing anything. But then there's other cases where she talks about it moving around. So I couldn't really get a grasp on like what she actually thought about the doll. If like sometimes she thinks it's moving, but then like she wakes up the next morning, she's like, I just had too much to drink. And that's really all we were getting out of her.
2: Well, didn't she leave instructions with the museum of like how to display him so nobody could, would get haunted?
0: I did I see something that about there. that as well. Yeah. Really? I didn't see mm. that. Now, she did supposedly have like a set of rules for them.
2: Are those the rules that they display
1: right now? I don't they do have a set know. of rules to display like asking for permission for photos
0: and stuff. Maybe so originally like going into uh, the forty Martello Museum uh basically they originally were too afraid to display it. They didn't want to display Robert. They had they had basically been told what had been happening around Robert and what the history was. So they chose to keep it in a back room under a sheet okay. where they only allowed by appointment only people to come see the doll in very small groups. So you weren't just allowed out in the open to see the doll originally. You had to go into a back room where the doll had a sheet that over sounds its head worse. and right? they showed it to you there. But what I also read is that multiple employees around the time they were trying to do this back in the late 90s is they, w- they would just ignore the appointments and they wouldn't do it because too many people had had encounters of the doll moving or its facial expressions changing. Some people say it blinks, which I think is still odd. That's one of the weirdest ones to me still because you, that means a button physically like Robert is totally screwing with things because a button has to physically collapse and then pop back up and reform itself, which is horrifying. (laughs) So, Like, I don't know how that works or what kind of sound that makes. Or maybe if his felt skin pulled over his eye. I don't know what happened there. You're making
1: this so much more terrifying. (laughs) I can't believe they just stuffed him in a back room and was like, yeah, we'll just leave it under a sheet. Or no one can tell if it's actually there or not.
0: That's how you quell the anger of possessed dolls.
1: Yeah, because, like, didn't he want, like, rooms with a view? Like you want to see things. That's his
0: whole thing is used to sit out the window while his owner was painting. And apparently sometimes walk around according to people in the streets, like when they would see both the painter and they would see Robert the doll, and Robert the doll would be walking around, which...
2: And nobody had cause for alarm to think that was weird.
0: I know. I just imagine. I, I don't know, like, I mean, we'll talk about whether or not this whole thing's real, but I kind of just imagine too, like, did they have a dog or anything? And, like, what if he just put Robert the doll on a dog, and, like, people <laughs> just saw that going around the window? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. The dog has a saddle.
0: <laughs> like, if you were to see it in full view, it's adorable. But if you're down on the street, it's horrifying. It's just a doll walking around.
1: What the fuck kind of theory is that, Cameron?
0: Pretty sound. Come on.
1: We should solve the Robert the Doll haunting. <laughs> yeah, there we it's go. It's a
0: secret dog with That's a saddle. That's what was the whole time, guys. Come on.
1: Anyway, rather than writing away on his secrets horse dog stallion he's, he's now sitting in a glass box
0: he is a glass case um,
1: he's got a little footstool he keeps his feet up on his uh his outfit is kept clean and pressed
0: so is his chihuahua <laughs> it's lion, <a> lion.
2: <laughs> did you notice how weird looking his feet are yeah yeah because he does a lot of walking <laughs> really not really spreads a dog everywhere
0: (laughs) you know i do have the question of like and actually i will say this is funny enough answered in the annabelle movie uh i believe it's an annabelle creation anyway in that series they actually answer for me how dolls with super limp legs how they're supposed to just like suddenly be able to walk around on those like if you didn't have bones in your legs you wouldn't be able to just you'd be like octopus in it all over the ground, right? Like you can't just, you can't just walk. It doesn't work like that. But they never do that in movies. So in the movie, they they showed the blue demon that actually controls the doll. And he's holding it from behind. Which I actually think is one of the scariest images I've seen in a horror movie. But you're then saying
1: it's, the spirit is just walking around with the doll.
0: Yeah, but it's also problematic though because then like you've got to you got to like try and like move it so like you're holding the neck up so the head's not like this, and then like you're trying to move the legs at the same time to make it look normal, right? Otherwise, its legs are just like flopped. Back.
2: Just looks confused. <laughs> I'm confused. <What>? Oh.
0: <laughs> Listen. So for people that did understand my rambling, you're welcome i'm happy i could explain that to you
1: (laughs) regardless he's in a glass box now right chilling
0: he's in a glass box now uh you can see him from all angles you're allowed to visit him there's notes behind him all that kind of stuff
1: he's actually in the museum now you know
0: in the hallway just you go
1: into the museum and you can see him uh which i think is the main attraction of the museum now i don't know what it was before but now it's just it's it's the rubber the doll museum
0: i thought it was just kind of like a paranormal museum isn't it
1: I don't think so. That's where people go to see him. Is it like an antique muse- museum?
0: Okay, so it's a mixture. So it's a mixture of actual history and then like some of the more supernatural history stuff that's kind of harder to figure out. They have a whole s- section called Ghosts of East Martello. Oh, so, okay,
2: so there's
1: lots of things that he will supposedly do to people. Uh, long lists of stuff that people blame him for. Uh, One of the main things that happens when you're actually in the museum is supposedly batteries and cameras will die or all of the photos other than the ones you took of Robert will corrupt. Corrupt can mean many things. Some people just said they lost the photos. Some people, I don't know, I guess they literally corrupted and so just a bunch of fuzzy photos. And then there's just Robert and he's there. Um, And then like once they leave the museum, the cameras work again. So obviously it was Robert. And then one of the main things that also happens once you leave, if you say anything mean to Robert or you don't ask him for permission or you don't follow any of the long list of rules that are posted on his little box, you'll end up having a car accident, getting some kind of severe injury. I guess the best way to combat this, or I don't know if it actually fixes anything, uh, people started writing letters to him. And so they get, like, I think they said one to three letters, the museum does, to Robert, the doll daily. They're all like apology letters or like asking for forgiveness. Read your letters. We have letters.
0: <clears throat> Hello, Robert. In early September of last year, 2011, my family and I visited you in Key West for the holiday weekend. We heard stories of you and decided to pay our respects to you on our way out of town. We asked for your permission to take your picture and nothing strange happened. And although we didn't voice our doubts out loud, perhaps you could sense that we were not real believers in you and your powers. Well, it has been about six to seven months since our visit. And since then, my life has been one nightmare after another. Within a couple of weeks returning home, it started with my kitten suddenly dying, my bank account being fraudulently used twice, losing a substantial amount of money, having my bird die, my son falling and fracturing his skull, The hotel we stayed at on vacation set on fire. Lost my job and now on the verge of being laid off of my new job, being forced out of my home, and my husband and I have separated. I had been debating on writing this letter for weeks, but I'm now at the point where I'm desperate. I truly believe in you and the powers you possess, and kindly ask that you remove any negative things surrounding me and my family. I have also removed the pictures that I have taken of you from Facebook.
2: Didn't she ask Permission, though? Yeah. Yes. Supposedly.
0: Now, so there's rules, right? There's there's rules. Robert's got a whole set of rules. You ask permission. But sometimes he doesn't tell you all the rules. <laughs> so it's...
1: So she blames six months' worth of misfortune on one ball?
0: He He wants to know your name. Okay. Right? He wants to know your name. He... Wants to know sometimes where you live. He wants to know if you want to take a picture of him. And you got to give it a second to get a yes or a no. However, he doesn't actually give you a real yes or a no. So.
1: So you just hope and take one anyway? Yeah. Right, Katie, you better remember this. Said you're going. That just sounds like poor
2: planning on Robert's part. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he could communicate better.
0: You're going to show up to East Martello and he's going to be like, I've been fucking waiting for you this, <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> your screen's just going to explode on your phone like immediately.
1: <laughs> so aside from ruining people's technology, um, he, people also claim to actually see him move and this varies. You know, some people say, like you said, he blanks or whatever. Um, I also read one where somebody said he literally like put his hand on the glass and it's like, if I saw a doll doing that, I would run.
0: Yeah. there, There's a fun little bit. They took him on a sightseeing tour once. Oh, where, that's yeah, a good idea. It's a great idea, right? They kept him in his little glass case, but <laughs> they were worried about him walking around. So they attached some uh, strings and like, strong nylon. They roped that around the back button of his pants, which... <laughs> And they they tied that to the chair. But I, I They tied w-
1: him down? That
0: would have been horrifying though, because imagine a pantsless Robert DeCall <laughs> running around a convention. That's <laughs> awful.
2: So I'm picturing this this case in like a wheelbarrow and they're walking down this little path with white picket fences in the background, and all of a sudden Robert jumps up and he's like a kid on a leash that you see at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just throw the chihuahua lion and be like go be free
2: (laughs) i saw a thing where uh, people that worked at the museum said that he would throw the lion doll at like the window Hmm. i feel like if he's moving that much cameras should be able to capture that happening
0: yeah that's, see, that's,
1: that's what I'm saying was sometimes it varies, you know, like sometimes it's like this should be extremely obvious. And there's other things like maybe if you see him kind of like shift a little bit in his chair, like blink or something, you can't really prove that. But
0: it, The problem though, too, is like, so cameras mess up around him. So maybe they could use that as an excuse for, excuse me, why they don't have cameras on him. But the things that don't ever get deleted on the cameras are pictures of him. Yeah. So I would think you'd have a video camera on him at all times. I would, because again, if he's actually doing these things, if you have a video of a doll in a case, just chucking its lion or blinking with solid button eyes, that is newsworthy around the world. That is a game changer. And they have the ability to do that. Yep. It bothers me. But they don't. Maybe they just give him privacy. It would be a wants to die. I mean, to be fair, if you invade his privacy incorrectly, you do get punished for it. I have another story. Oh, do you have another letter? I have another letter. These come from David Sloan's book uh, about Robert the Doll. It's called Robert the Doll, uh, <laughs> Key Son Haunted Doll. So.
1: Is it a good letter?
0: It's a good one. Okay. This one's more good. Is it
1: better than our hotel was on fire and my husband left me?
0: So see, that's tragic. But it's life. Also, (laughs) six to seven months later, is Robert really waiting there with like a calendar? And he's like, "Eh, no. That's like a
1: laundry list of misfortune.
0: Also, uh, on the the list of misfortune for me, she names a whole bunch of things before my husband and I separated and my son fractured his skull. (laughs) (laughs) Before that, we get my dog or my kitten passed away and so did my bird. But, like, you have some other problems going on right now. Other than a dog or a kitten, I cannot get the animal correct <laughs> and a bird. But, but this Her pet one... died. See, I feel like this one hits closer to home because this one hits us, all three of us, a bit more together. Because together we are now in this for doing this episode. Okay, read it. Right?
1: Read it.
0: <clears throat> Dear Robert, I have never met you in person before, but I have been researching you and... At first, I did not believe in you. Then I made fun of you to my friend, and then believed and gained the highest respect for you. Since I made fun of you, I have accidentally broken an extremely valuable family heirloom, and I am always really close to breaking things. I keep thinking that you're going to be, begin haunting me, and I keep expecting to see you right in front of me, and to be honest, it scares me. My dog keeps barking strangely. Can animals sense spirits? Question mark. I just wanted to say I'm so sorry. If you, I find you absolutely fascinating and I am definitely coming to visit you. I could bring you a present if you wanted. I'd like to take your picture, picture, but I'm going to ask for your permission first. I will apologize to you in person. If the curse is on me, please lift it. I don't want to break any more things and that heirloom was really old. My mom was really upset. Thank you. <laughs>
1: You're saying we need to write a letter
0: i'm saying robert might cast clumsiness upon all of us
2: oh, shit. i'm just so confused I'm like so you can blame <laughs> like all your clumsiness and, like on robert the dull every time i break a wine glass oh it's not because i'm drunk it's because <laughs> robert cursed me yeah now you okay. have that out a blanket excuse for everything
0: I everybody's become gene at this point, I guess like everything is just Robert. But yeah, I mean that one, that one they've never met him. They are doing the same thing. We are currently pretty much just without the podcast version, without recorded proof. Right. And that they, so, you know, clumsiness. So if you go there, he might threaten you with like real danger, but like, if he can't find you well enough, he can send like some clumsiness, your direction or some off balance days, so
2: i have one that i wanted, search wanted to read search engine in that little box of how to how he finds people
0: <laughs> haunted search engine he's got google maps in the back of the chihuahua lion just <laughs> hidden that's back there
2: that's jeeves website <laughs> oh
0: that's what happened robert the doll took it over that's yeah. i i so i will say Maybe we're ignoring it because we're having trouble like believing in it or whatever it might be. But when we did, when we were researching earlier today, Allie did knock over a drink right on our mic and like <laughs> my and my my computer's charger and everything. So
1: I mean, if I'm gonna be cursed with clumsiness, he already did it.
0: It sounds similar. It's not a priceless yeah. Family I knocked heirloom. coffee
1: all over my laptop. Yeah. Fortunately, I didn't actually hit the mic part, obviously, since we're talking into it. Yes. Uh, But it did get all over the base, um, got all over Cam's laptop charger.
0: And, Um, And David Sloan, who wrote the book that I read, he said that throughout the process of writing his book, he had his laptop crash four times, and all four times the people at Apple were only able to uh, get back everything except for his book manuscript. So he had to rewrite his book five times, technically. <laughs> he had to write it five times. And at the end, he even puts, if this seems rushed, I apologize because I'm trying to get this out before anything else happens.
2: <laughs> Maybe don't get an Apple computer that get, try something different.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, so things happen. We knocked over something. I mean, I nothing else yet yet we're, has we're still doing the podcast knock on is this table wood i hope yeah, it is okay well that's wood so it i maybe i don't know i have you,
1: i have one more letter
0: you have another le- Oh, i have another one too
1: oh this one's like literally two sentences oh
0: that's fine yeah go for it
1: so this person took their time to literally write a letter to robert with a pen um That just said, I'm totally freaking out. Did you just wink at me? Why is my new pen running out of ink? And the whole letter is like, there's like no ink in the pen, so you can barely read it. But as it goes down, it gets harder to read because the pen's running out of ink.
2: So she writing this letter real time? She wrote it
0: in the museum, I guess. Yeah, that's what it looked like.
2: (laughs) Why is my new pen running out of ink? (laughs) Because you're buying crap from the gift shop and it's all junk. (laughs) There
0: you go. The gift shop secretly like empties out half the ink of all pens just to make sure that that can happen.
2: Absolutely.
0: Oh, man. But so, so that's a big thing though. People do send apology letters to him. Uh, One of the ones I read said, please read this aloud, right? Like they want it read aloud to Robert because they want to make sure that he knows that it's there because all the letters to be fair are posted behind him. I can't imagine that's easy to read but I don't think he sees through his eyes either, but I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how it works. I, he has buttons for eyes. They're not great.
1: Are you visualizers.
0: Read this one? This one is from a very special man. He's very special in a lot of ways. Uh, some of them are good. Some of them are not as good. He needs a little bit of help.
1: You're going to read it? He has a weird laugh. What?
0: Oh. I'm talking about a little, oh. man, little man named President George W. Bush. President Bush on October 11th, 2005 from the White House with the official White House letterhead sent this letter to Robert the doll. And it says, it's addressed to Mr. Robert Otto. So we all know. And it says, Dear Mr. Otto. Happy 101st birthday. Laura and I send our best wishes on this joyous occasion. Your generation has taught Americans the timeless lessons of courage, endurance, and love. By sharing your wisdom and experiences, you continue to serve as a role model for future generations. We hope you enjoy this special day. May God bless you, and may God continue to bless America. Sincerely, signed. George W. Bush or W, however you want to say it.
1: What? He realizes that's a haunted doll, right? I
0: would just like to take this occasion just to say, God bless you, Mr. Demon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the White House letterhead. It is literally addressed from the president. And at one point it says, your generation taught Amer- Americans the timeless lessons of courage, endurance and love. And you shared your wisdom and experiences.
1: He's a haunted doll he's who's trying been to kill
0: people. people giggling in an attic for a hundred years. <laughs> what? The president thinks he's great.
1: The old president.
0: The old old president. <laughs> yeah, I thought it, it was not. A, it was not something I was expecting to find.
1: Did you cross check that? Is that real?
0: Did I cross check it? No. It, do I believe George Bush sent a haunted doll a letter of encouragement <laughs> for his hundred and first birthday? That is one of the most believable things I've ever heard about that president, honestly. So, I don't know. Do you think it's real, Katie? I feel like it is.
2: The letter? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. That's fair. That's funny.
0: Oh, apparently Jeb Bush, his brother, also sent Robert the Doll a letter. Oh, God. So, it, it is real.
1: Did they go visit him and then they get
0: haunted or something? I can't tell if they actually visited him or not. I'm still. I'm not positive some like sarcastic assistant wasn't like this important man lived to be 101 years old and he's really done a lot for this country. If you just want to send him a letter, (laughs) his name is Robert Otto. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I love it. I I want a printout of it on my wall as like a horror artifact because I think it's great. But you can't if you wrote that in a book, someone would be like, that is idiotic. That. You heard it here happen. first. Yeah. Uh, pretty great.
1: So you can send letters to him. I guess you can do it before you go see him just in case. But I don't know if it's going to make any difference. It kind of sounds like he's going to do whatever he feels like. Like, hi, I made up a new rule. You didn't follow it, so Fuck you. Car accident.
2: I wonder if he only gets like apology letters or if he gets like fan mail.
1: I'm sure he gets fan mail. I feel like that's kind of what the the one that was like, we haven't seen you yet. Like, that was kind of fan mail. (laughs) Kind of like, I'm sorry, ahead of time.
0: There was one that was fan mail that I saw in there. This person brought him a peppermint candy, and the lights started flickering after they gave it to Robert the doll, and she said that she was tearing up with how happy she was that he accepted their gift.
1: Wow so other than writing letters to him and other people that probably shouldn't be writing letters to a haunted doll he apparently still sort of haunts the house that he used to live in which is now a bed and breakfast they say that the house has been haunted now by the remnants of Robert the doll and also the ghost of the wife, Anne and I guess she's kind of like a woman in white now
0: literally, she shows up in white Okay, in the so suite she that she lives in. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, they also say that phones fly off the hooks in the house, the doors slam open and closed, and one of the window shutters will not stay open, even if it's screwed open.
0: They literally tried to screw a window shutter open, and it, it within, like, minutes, just... Which I, again, would film, because, right? like, the laws of physics do not apply anymore <laughs> when that happens. So I would like some evidence of it.
1: Yeah, so I think we should all go stay in that bed and breakfast.
0: This this makes me think of Waverly Hills because when we were talking about it like there's all these crazy things that are happening but people are getting mundane videos and pictures not like real things like with this case i didn't include any of them in our outline because i didn't find them important this time i looked at them they didn't look that great there were a lot of orb photos but they all looked like bugs they all looked like someone just like going like this with the camera and they never looked real enough to me they never even like i've seen every now and then As much as I'm against org photos, I have seen some that I'm like, okay, maybe that's something interesting, but this was not one of those cases, but it it reminds me of the Waverly Hills one because all of these things are happening and you have cameras all the time. Like we talked about on that one, but no one ever seems to get anything, which is so weird to me. Like the, the ball, remember the balls rolling around on the floor? Like you set one down and it kind of like, kind of moves. But people would then describe them like being shot down hallways. But we never got that. Yeah. Which is weird. It's really weird. But yeah, the the house is, remains haunted. I would love to stay there. It's apparently very pretty.
1: Yeah, we're not going to Florida right now.
0: If you stay in her suite, she will show up. One person said that she showed up and she kept unplugging the person's blow dryer and then she literally watched the form of the woman manifest and walk into the bathroom investigating the blow dryer.
2: That's the kind of ghost I'm going to be. Like, the most (laughs) inconsiderate. I just plugged in that hair dryer, now you're unplugging it, kind of.
1: (laughs) So, let's
2: talk about
1: the question that I had reading all these initial stories, is what exactly, like, what kind of spirit is Robert? Is he a possessed doll? Or what kind of possessed?
0: I think he's just possessed with the joy of life.
1: So you think he's a misunderstood spirit?
0: I think he's just having fun.
1: <laughs> um, he's here
0: for a long time and a good time. Both.
1: <laughs> so there's, there's the initial, like, the one that comes up in all the stories, which is that he's a voodoo curse, right? And so that he's filled with evil spirits. Just, he's just a generally haunted object. And then there was one that I think Katie said at the beginning where like the, the maid was actually pregnant. Right. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And then the child died. Yes. And so then like the, the, the child's spirit could be what's haunting the doll.
0: So William Abbott was the caretaker for Jean's grandfather, who is one of the people that's rumored to have given Jean the doll that's a whole nother thing. Uh, but William Abbott took care of him until he died. He he was blind at the end of his life. And then I guess one day he just collapsed and he like twisted in pain or something. And he ruined his abdomen and hurt himself really bad. And then he died a few days later.
1: You're talking about the grandfather? Yes,
0: the grandfather. Okay. But then William Abbott was given a job in the pharmacy that Thomas owned. And Thomas was Jean's father. And Emmeline, who was William Abbott's wife, she is thought to have had an affair with Thomas. They had a kid, supposedly. The kid died, was born and died somewhere between 1900 and 1910. So that's one of the things people think the spirit is haunting the doll, the spirit of the dead child.
2: Okay.
1: So it's it's going after the, the legitimate child? Yep. Basically? Yep. That's, that's one theory. There's the idea that it is just a cursed object, so if you fuck with it, it gives you bad luck, which is basically what happens, but, you know, it could be a lot more than that. Um, there is another theory that Gene himself, actually, by, um, by blaming all of his misfortunes on the doll, manifested the evil himself. So I guess it's kind of like a, a Tulpa kind of thing where, like, he created the spirit and then projected it into the doll, another theory. (laughs) Uh, There's of course the poltergeist idea, where it's just because a poltergeist can, um, it can like latch itself onto a specific object, which would be why even though the doll moves around and people change houses, the, the spirit still is attached to the doll. And he's kind of an asshole. And then there's the last one. Wait, is this the last one? Where he's just kind of a misunderstood spirit.
0: Yeah, there's the misunderstood spirit. There's, so there's also before that one, in Key West specifically, in that area uh, around the, what I read as the early 1800s to late 1800s, so like through a hundred year period, there was a practice called Santeria. I'm not talking about the sublime song, right? The (laughs) Santeria was a practice by African immigrants who were not allowed to worship their own deities in this highly Catholic area. So in that area, they weren't allowed to to worship their own deities, so they would dress up their own deities to make them look like Catholic saints and they would worship them, which people who are from that area think that it cursed the land with voodoo magic because Catholics, not knowing what other people are worshiping, basically caused that. But it's called Santeria, and some people think that because that was already in the area, it manifested Robert the doll.
1: Hmm.
0: It kind of manifested, like, the the ability for him to exist. It kind
1: of goes along with the voodoo thing. Yeah. Basically. Right. So the misunderstood spirit thing, I found this story that Robert, they took him to the Atlantic Paranormal Society's Convention in Clearwater, Florida. Oh,
0: that's where he was tied down.
1: Oh, that was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is where he was being wheeled around in a wheelbarrow, roped to his chair by his pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like any disobedient child.
1: And so there was, um, I don't know what she, like what her title is, but her name was Sandy DeVoe. She had an aura detecting camera, which is a thing that people use occasionally. And he had his aura photographed. And the colors came out as blue on top and purple on the bottom. And according to her, the blue conveys a deep feeling of communication, peace, and love. And the purple conveys magical, unifying, deep spiritual understanding. So basically, he's just a misunderstood little guy.
0: Katie, I know you're into ghost hunting. Have you ever heard of an aura-detecting camera? No. I haven't either. I have heard of it. You would know what it does.
1: I don't know how they make it do that but I know it's a a thing. It seems kind of just like they probably fuck with the lens somehow, and it comes out with weird colors, but who knows.
2: I don't feel like it's an actual, like, trusted tool.
1: (laughs) But apparently he had his aura photographed, and he's he's just, he's got peace and love and spiritual understanding, man.
2: He's kind of a little
1: shit for all that, though. I know, right? That's the conclusion that I saw after that. It's like, okay, well, if this is really his aura, then why is he such an asshole?
2: Right? Like, he's literally he just, just so not be a dick about it
1: <laughs> so there's there's lots of ideas as to what he could be but he's i mean he's some kind of evil in a all we know that for sure
2: i feel like he's an angsty teenager
1: yeah i saw that he has a specific caretaker at the museum and she thinks his personality is funny she's like yeah he's got like this this old man impish kind of personality where you have to follow all his rules or he does something mean to you. It's like car crashes are more than just something mean.
0: That really is working customer service though, isn't it?
1: I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he probably likes her a lot since she takes care of him, makes sure he doesn't disintegrate and cleans his clothes.
0: All right. An aura detecting camera. I wasn't going to let it go because I wanted to know what it was. So according to Aura.net, where you can buy all of the greatest and latest and fakest Aura cameras, uh, they they explain it. What it is, is it's a camera that gives high quality Aura Chakra reports in multiple languages. Because light comes in many languages. Uh, Off to a good start. So there's steps for using an Aura detecting camera Include, number one, I'm going to read this as it is written. Number one, sit in front of the camera. This allows the camera to capture your image. Okay? Okay, <laughs> I want you
2: guys to... <laughs> <laughs> normal camera.
0: It's completely different. This Continue. is an aura-detecting camera. All right. Then you place your hand on a sensor. You comfortably rest your hand on the sensor to allow the aura camera to collect data. don't know what it's collecting. I assume your aura. Then three... Your aura image appears on screen.
1: So did they mood ring this camera?
0: Basically, that's pretty much what it is. is It's like a mood ring camera because these just make me think of mood rings and how they detect your heat.
1: Well, yeah, which would be why Roberts would be like blue because he has no heat. He's a doll.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And I mean, I remember all of those things, like the mood ring things, where if it's like blue and purple, then you're relaxed and calm because your heart beats low. And you're like angry or anxious if it's red because your heartbeat is faster. So therefore you're warmer, which I mean, kind of makes sense. But it's not really an aura.
0: <laughs> no, it's
1: that's funny. I can't believe they did it to a doll.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so they basically mood ringed it all, which <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, yeah. I, I mean, there's no, and that's yeah. the last
1: thing I wanted to throw in there. Any other, any other Robert, the doll stories
2: before we move on to conclusions?
0: Uh, one woman claimed that her house was struck by lightning twice and she lost three TVs and, like, a computer.
2: That's why you have surge protectors, lady.
0: <laughs> surge protectors can't handle Robert the doll, all right? He, he unplugs those and he plugs it back into the wall normal. All right. All right? Moving
1: on. <laughs> that's all.
0: So looking at it in a more grounded, realistic way, one of the biggest things that pops up, one of the biggest pieces of evidence that people say, even though we have no photo evidence of it or video evidence of it is that Robert the doll, his demeanor will change, right? He will, you're looking at him one second. He's Robert the doll. You're looking at him the next second. He's terrifying, smiling, Robert the doll. That's, that's all you get or he frowns or whatever. Now there is an effect that is used in filmmaking, used in film editing. It's called the Kuleshov effect. And what it is, is basically you are using a certain image to, denote a certain emotion in someone's face that is otherwise kind of stagnant and neutral. And what, what they do with this type of thing is they'll show, for instance, one picture, they'll show it to you full screen, and it'll just be the man's face. He'll be completely neutral in all emotion. And then they'll show you a lady in a coffin. And then they'll show you again the man for what you think is a changed expression But in reality, you're internalizing the woman in the coffin and what you're then seeing on his face is that he's sad. And even though they haven't changed the picture at all, that's called the Kuleshov effect. And I have a feeling that a lot of what you can attribute to Robert the doll in this case in terms of the random facial changes is people go up and if you were to just walk up and see the doll, you're originally just thinking we're seeing the doll. And then if you're reading all of this horrific stuff, all of these things... I mean, he's literally like plastered around him as just horror notes and all of that type of stuff, things that have happened to people. Suddenly he's going to look different to you, which to me means there's a possibility that you're looking at him and seeing a different facial expression. It's not a definite answer. Just the Kuleshov effect very much works the same exact way, where it uses your surroundings or the images you're shown of what's going on around them to denote a certain emotion. And the audience is not ever aware of it when it's happening. It's a subliminal thing. So it's not like you would know. So in your mind, you're seeing his facial expression change, when in reality, he's a doll with no actual facial expressions, which is very much true with Robert the doll. He has no real facial expression.
1: He doesn't really have much of a face. Right.
0: (laughs) So when you're looking at it, you're kind of creating that face subliminally. It's
2: an
1: interesting point
2: that makes sense though because like i learned in my one of my study classes that your brain like is built to find faces where there aren't faces so like if there's a pattern on your toast or something and you see jesus in it it's <laughs> really jesus is your brain making a jesus yeah
0: yeah no it's a similar thing yeah it's that i there's like i can't remember what the term for that is
1: i don't know but like it would that also makes sense with the fact that he really doesn't have much of a face. So you could look at it in one angle and see stoic Robert, or you could go one way around the box and see that he's now angry. But in reality, he just kind of has two buttons on a moth-eaten face.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah,
0: it's it's not a theory that I actually saw proposed by anybody. That is my own theory, but. It is something that very much makes sense to me in terms of trying to ground this. That doesn't mean the whole thing can be grounded necessarily if you believe every story that happens with Robert. But in terms of that, for me, that's the first thing I ever thought of when I first came upon that is it very much reminds me of that. So, but if you've never heard of it, uh, we can put up a video of it. We'll try to remember to do that. But if you ever look it up, it, it is an actual really interesting effect. And you might not even know that films do it to you every time you watch one. It's really fun.
1: Yeah, and then there's also the hair thing, which I think I already mentioned. Um, people were saying that his blonde hair, or his, his his hair is getting grayer as he gets older. You know, like he's an actual little aging old man in there. Um, and I think a lot of people were saying that's because it's real human hair, but it's not. It's It's more like yarn. And I mean, it's humid in Florida. I'm sure there's windows in there. And I feel like that, if it really is changing... Blonde hair can darken over time and brown hair can lighten in the sun. Um,
2: and he's a hundred and some years old. Yeah, exactly. I feel yeah, like going exactly. to discolor after so many years.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And he's, he's deteriorating. I mean, the paint that may have been on his face isn't even there anymore. Right. So.
0: The one I like is that it's the brown hair becoming lighter due to UV exposure. He used to sit in a window all day. Yeah. <laughs> Every day he would sit in a window. That would definitely bleach it. So. Yeah.
1: And then the last thing I wanted to say as far as things that don't make sense, um, a lot of people say that he got this doll from his grandfather. There's, there's like two, two main ways people say that Gene got the doll. One is from his grandfather, one is from his grandfather, and one is um, like the, the maid or the slave or whatever with the voodoo. Um, but the grandfather thing literally cannot work because he died like 19 years before Gene was even born right he died in like 1885 1885
0: so he died technically 15 years before yeah he was born
2: so he wasn't yeah, even around a side piece that gave it to him <laughs>
1: Maybe, but like, it definitely wasn't their grandfather. <laughs> the grandfather. I mean, he wouldn't even have been like a, a thought as a child.
0: What I read is that in 1904, his grandfather, like, that's the story, is that his grandfather gave him or brought back with him Robert the doll from a boat trip. He was blind by the 80s in 1800, so he was not going to get dolls on a boat trip. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what happened. He was dead. Yeah. Um, talking about the doll, where it's pretty much confirmed where the doll came from. So a lot of people originally thought that the clothes came with the doll. That is something that lore, that when we talked about earlier, I think we, uh, lore got a lot of things wrong, said it was an ant. It wasn't, it says that he got it in a box like that. He didn't, it says that it came with the sailor clothes. It didn't. So all of these things were incorrect. It also noted that the doll had white hair in their version of the doll, not accurate so all of these things were incorrect in Laura. And, lore, and uh, one of the biggest things that we know for sure is that the clothing definitely came from Jean. It was definitely Jean's clothes. There's a picture of Jean in the clothes. Uh, and on top of that, there is a tag still on the clothes that say that it, they were made uh, in New York in the late 1800s by a particularly popular clothing company. So that's where the clothes came from. Now, where the doll came from, people had theorized that it had come from Germany and and the family has ties to Germany. In fact, some of the father's family is still from Germany at that point in time. They still lived there. They kept in relatively close contact, but not always the best contact. So they weren't sure exactly. They thought maybe maybe another family member did send it to them. But what they ended up finding... So in 1904, (laughs) we have proof that... uh, Minnie and Mitzvah, the mom and the sister, took a ship to Hamburg and back in 1904. Yes. Not a plane.
1: Because those were just invented maybe not even a year before. <laughs> anyway, there's evidence that they went to Germany and came back That's in the year in the year that Robert the Doll kind of appeared in history. So which is a lot less interesting of a story, but that could probably be where Robert came from. Doesn't mean he's not haunted.
0: Doesn't mean he's not it haunted. Just
1: it's
0: and his origin story is been skewed. That can still go with the he's haunted by the spirit of the dead baby, and it could just go with the fact that he's haunted because of spiritual magic in that area all throughout the prior century. Yeah. So
1: I mean, there's there's any number of things. I mean, that's the kind of thing with these haunting things is like. You can't really like say this is definitely what happened or this is definitely what he is right just weird shit happens and this doll is here it looks fucking scary yeah but
2: you can't prove it didn't happen either exactly
0: i would be terrified though if like those original reports like he looks like a clown or because there's no early pictures of robert the doll really there's some from like the 50s when he was in the attic already and he's kind of deteriorating but
2: Nobody asked permission back then, so he deleted all of their kid prints.
0: <laughs> Film was highly flammable then, especially. So just I just like, didn't no. press it. It just, yeah. yeah. No, but I can't imagine a clown in a Navy suit giggling and running around my house and trying to choke my child. That's horrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. Like, eat your heart out, Stephen King. This was first. This, <laughs> Yeah, but...
2: So should we go into what we think is... Real what, story. Do you
0: think? what do you think katie
2: i think the maid lady had some beef with the family so she put a curse on the doll okay cool so you think he's haunted yeah well you gotta tell us and what happens you've when been you go. making
0: fun of him this entire time
2: yeah because he's in florida not i in colorado
0: that one guy dropped a priceless family heirloom <laughs>
2: Perps to being poor, you don't have priceless family heirlooms to break.
0: <laughs> Listen, you're going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to try and have a bowl of cereal and it's just going to collapse in your hand. And that's, you're going to know, you're going to know it's not priceless, but it's a pain. That's what it is. You just write on a note, okay. Robert did it, and throw that my, on the ground. My
2: good will find China's collapsing around me. <laughs>
1: yeah what do you think
0: uh i so a lot of the events that happen around robert it reminds me of jeff the Mongoose because the boy is with the doll when the parents are hearing it but then you get to the attic and the attic is weird because a lot of people report it running around and all of that but at the same time None of those people have names. So there's no way to attribute any of those reports to anybody real. And the parents rarely spoke about it. The dad died in 1916. So he didn't even live that long through this whole thing. Maybe Robert killed him. I don't know. But uh, (laughs) the sister refused to talk about it, which makes me think something weird probably happened. But there's also for me, the biggest thing I think here is This guy was Gene, which is like the main feature here other than Robert, was an asshole. He was an abusive prick. And I think he blamed a lot of how he was on this other object. And part of the doll's major hauntings started to come around in the 50s right after his mom died. So it's weird that The doll kind of hadn't done anything for years, it didn't seem like. And then all of a sudden his mom dies and Robert moves back in and this or Gene moves back in and this doll has become a complete like full-on horror again. He took it everywhere with him. He I think he kind of treated it like a crutch, but that said I do like the idea that he was such an angry, vile person that he had faked it while he was alive, but then as he when he died, his energy went into it. Therefore, he is actually Robert the Doll. Oh. I like the story of it.
1: So you're saying that Robert is Robert, the that's, spirit of Robert.
0: That's one of the theories that I read, and I like that theory because I think it's interesting because that means he was faking it the entire time, but then as he dies the doll becomes real in that sense because there are still a lot of weird happenings that happen around it now. So there's some things I can try to explain like with the coolest effect, and with like people, I mean some of these things that have happened to people, it reminds me of the men who stare at goats where he's like, he cursed me with the death thing. And he's like the one guy died 30 years later. So it happened. This is like people visit him. And then like two years later, they're like, I stubbed my toe on my favorite table. And I just visited you two years ago. So yeah. what did you do? I
1: mean, I guess we can test this ourselves. If anything happens to any of us in the next few days, we can say this is real. So stay tuned. I
0: guess you'll have an update. You'll you'll have an update because this is slightly before. So we'll update as we release it because maybe that's how that, I don't know, maybe. So what do you think?
1: Did you even say what you think?
0: I... <laughs>
2: you think he's haunted this whole time
0: Uh, I think Gene was part of the reason for these hauntings I can't speak to a lot of the other things because there's not enough evidence I think right now for me there's not enough evidence that this doll is anything because I don't see anything he's doing a lot he's putting his hand on glass he's throwing his chihuahua but yet we don't (laughs) see any of it which bothers me I'm an evidence person I want it okay and George Bush writing a letter is not evidence.
2: <laughs> um, I feel like that opens to interpretation. <laughs> oh, well, I
1: don't know. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's apparently he's the most haunted doll. I remember hearing about him before, like in like middle school, I think. And I remember being really scared of the fact that it was like, stop saying his name if it's going to haunt me. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm a tiny bit stitious, but we'll see if anything happens. But, yeah, I do think that the majority of the story, at least with Gene, is he was kind of a dick, and he was he spent his entire life, not just his childhood, being like, it was Robert. He made me beat my wife. So... Yeah, it's it's a shitty story all the way around, but I guess we'll see when we go to the bed and breakfast
0: at some point
1: after we can go to Florida again.
0: Yeah,
2: so yeah, I guess that's the only reason to go to Florida. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a fun anecdote for you. When I was little, we would keep our Cabbage Patch Kids in our closet that like separated my room from Amy's room. And anytime I would have this one friend spend the night, she was terrified of them. And like I said, they come alive at night and walk around. So she's always like, I'm sleeping on your bed. I'm not sleeping next to the closet with your dolls that wake up at night. But I had a bad back and couldn't sleep on the floor. So I made her sleep on the floor next to the closet. every night <laughs> You're a good friend.
0: that's awful
1: i am i also that's, had a friend yeah. who was terrified of dolls to the point where toy story toy story was like a horror movie to her yeah i never did anything like that to her because i didn't really have any dolls but now i kind of wish i did
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i will say it's like a final kind of comment for me at least on robert the doll is regardless of what I, I i mean like it's hard to say like i said i can't really discount anybody's just like i can't prove that what you know whatever they say happened to him, I can't discount it because there's no evidence. But I can say that the stories about Robert the doll make him scarier than Annabelle, for sure. Because Annabelle is something that affects people who see her in person. Mm-hmm. Robert is the type that affects you whether you're talking about him or whether you go visit.
1: Or looking at right. pictures online.
0: Much more like omniscient than... Annabelle
1: so yeah so thanks for listening you're haunted now
0: thanks for listening Uh, let us know if you've been haunted by Robert the doll let us know if you have seen Robert the doll don't let us know if you are Robert the doll (laughs) Uh, and yeah thank you so much for listening thank you Katie for being back on again If you have not listened to past episodes, Katie is on the Waverly Hills episode, where we talk about all kinds of other fun supernatural things, like a boy that just can't help but roll a ball on the floor. And
1: yeah, uh, and more acceptance slides.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and other things I forgot about. Uh, <laughs> yes, so that so was Robert's doll. That's a fun one. So if you want more Spooktober than what we're able to give you this month, definitely do that. But we're giving you more Spooktober this month as well. That's also happening. So be ready for that because we've got one more week of Spookytober happening, and it's going to be one of my like. Longest running topics in my head that I've wanted to do.
1: I'm scared. So
0: it'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be fun. But we won't tell you what it is yet. Again, you know where to find us. Cam in does really long out for us.
1: You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at What. You can also email us if you want to. ConspiracyWhat at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, leave us nice reviews or don't. Yeah. What do. Like Cam has been saying lately, you can leave us your mean reviews and that five star review.
0: Let us know how much you hate us in five-star reviews every time. Four stars, maybe. We'll look at those, too. You can also find me on Instagram if you're creepy. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, stay stitches and <laughs> conspiracy goodbye.
2: Okay, bye bye.